the top is the external microphone jack and the bottom is the line in which you can plug in a line in source like a CD player or stuff like that if you would like to do that at the back of the recorder we are starting out with a a row of five buttons the first buttons on this row at the top is the um, bass roll off switch 100 Hz, 200 Hz and 400 Hz you can set that in the menus and stuff like that to the right of that bass roll off button is the uh, uh, mic attenuation switch high is the right and low is to the left it comes with the low mic attenuation as the default and uh, we have at the bottom at the first uh, top there uh, or at the bottom row we have the hold button and after that to the right is the limiter button you can set the limiter to AGC or normal limiter I have it set to the AGC and to the right of that is the plug-in power feature for the external microphone and then underneath those buttons we have a little speaker which is quite nice if you want to listen to something that you have recorded after that we are facing the microphones here just want to tell you that these microphones are omnidirectional and above the speaker we have the battery door you can have two AA batteries in this one um, the menus don't wrap and you have record setup the um, playback setup and stuff like that the playback set, um, the, the record setup is uh, where you um, can set your sampling rate and it can record up to 96 kilohertz and a 24 bit WAV file but actually I got it into mp3 tw uh, 320 kilobits per seconds now because uh, I like it better to have that the mp3 encoder in this recorder is quite nice at uh, 128 kilobit per second at the bottom of the recorder there is a door for the uh, SD card and the USB slot or port as we call it I think uh, in the record setup you can also set the limiter and uh, you can also uh, set if you want to have the plug-in uh, the external microphones into a stereo file or mono file it comes with stereo into the default and you also in the playback setup you can um, adjust the, some speeds and uh, adjust uh, the reverb time and stuff like that I don't want to be too complicated here because I think it's going to be a very short review of this but actually those microphones I'm using here which is the internal microphones which are pretty good actually it doesn't have any hiss well it, well it has hiss but not so many so much hiss as the older R09 has I just compared the two and um, I must say that I love this unit very very much and I hope um, you will enjoy the, uh, this one I certainly am eh. 
and I'm glad to have produced that one. And um, uh, well, I think you can enjoy this little review or this little edit roll. If you want to contact me, you can do that by email. Hanson, H, that's H A N S S O N dot J O G G E at S P R A Y dot S E. And um, I'm happy to all the comments you can get. So I hope you like this review. And um, this is Jürgen Hanson saying so long for today. Thanks very much, Jorgen. That's Jorgen Hansen, DJ on ACB Radio Interactive, with the review of the Ederol R09HR, the latest one from Ederol. You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream's technology show, Main Menu. If you'd like to get in touch with us, there are several ways you can do that. You can visit our website at mainmenu, that's all one word, .acbradio.org, that's mainmenu.acbradio.org, or you can write to us, at main menu, again all one word, at acbradio.org, main menu at acbradio.org, or you can subscribe to our friends list, which is main menu dash friends dash subscribe at acbradio.org. That's main menu dash friends dash subscribe at acbradio.org. Now, how many of you have braille displays and have had all sorts of problems getting drivers for them? You uh, either get a new system on your machine or get a new machine. You've got to mess around with third-party drivers. George McDermott has a partition on the Internet to try and get the manufacturers to come up with the appropriate drivers, the manufacturers of the Braille displays, that is. And Jamie Paul interviewed him. Well, first of all, I'd like to welcome you to Main Menu. Is this your first time on the program? It is indeed. So you have a uh, petition... Um, that has been circulating on the Internet a little bit. Why don't you talk to us about it and tell us what it is? Well, uh, the petition is to lobby Braille display manufacturers to provide the drivers for their displays. Um, currently, they're based off of third-party um, separate uh, drivers that you have to install on the computer. And so if you want to go, for example, to the library or to a friend's house or whatever in order to use your computer, you have to bring along the drivers for your given display, whether that's a SyncPro display or humanware display or whatever it is you use. And so I got to uh, thinking about this after Apple released uh, their new version of uh, Leopard and the fact that they have the Braille drivers already installed, I got to thinking, well, wouldn't it be lovely for us, who, those of us who use uh, PCs, if we'd be able to do something similar? And so uh, between Apple and then the, the Alva BC640 also allows um, direct access because the driver they use for their display is based off of the uh, human interface protocol, which is a protocol located that's available on all PCs, uh, whether you're running Windows or Linux or whatever. And what's really neat is with the Alva, uh, or with a Mac, you can just walk up and plug in your uh, Braille display, and it works automatically uh, regardless of the type of screen reader you're using. And so the petition that I've made is uh, located at uh, http slash slash www.petitiononline.com slash brldis slash petition.html. Bit of a mouthful. But... Um, you go there and you sign up for it, and eventually we're going to be sending this to all of the Braille display manufacturers, and hopefully this will um, encourage them to move away from this proprietary driver system that they're using 
to a point where you're not being uh, discriminated against necessarily for the type of um, display that you're using. So it, it's really trying to level the playing field a bit for uh, Braille display users. What sort of response have you had so far toward the petition? Well, this response has been uh, fairly good from the uh, grassroots, as it were. We've got about uh, 350 folks signed up, and Cerro uh, uh, Tech has agreed to uh, be a, a supporter of this display. They, of course, do uh, system access to go, and it seems like there's uh, uh, a lot of... Uh, anticipation that this should be done, but I'm noticing from uh, initial uh, rumblings that I'm hearing that the actual manufacturers are um, either unaware or uh, in some cases actually uh, rather malevolent towards the concept of uh, removing the uh, the uh, separate drivers because, of course, for them, it's a money-making thing. You know, if you, uh, you know, if you've got... Um, your Braille display, and it only works with your screen reader, then it's likely that a DVR client or uh, someone else who is buying from you is likely to uh, go ahead and buy your display also because it's convenient that way. So, unfortunately, some companies look at that and go, the money is more important than the uh, customer service element. Uh, But others, there seems to be some potential that this display petition will actually have an impact on uh, future considerations when they develop uh, new Braille displays and as they're looking at different options. To sign the petition, visit www.petitiononline.com forward slash BRLDIS forward slash petition.html. Now, there's a bit of a mouthful, but how many times have we heard this before? The manufacturers are more interested in the money than the customer service, but I mustn't comment on things like that, must I? Now then, I am not a Twitterer. I have not used Twitter. I don't know much about Twitter. So I'm looking forward to this next item from Shane Davidson, who tells us all about Twitter and tweets and being a Twitterer. Shane, tell us. Hello, everybody. My name is Shane Davidson, and welcome once again to my portion of this week's edition of ACB Radio's main menu. This week, we're going to be reviewing at Twitter at www.twitter.com. What is Twitter? Well, it allows you to answer the simple question of, what are you doing? In 140 characters or less. I actually use this a lot. You can Twitter from the website, from your text messaging capable cellular phone, and there are lots of other ways that you can Twitter as well. I primarily use something called OutTwit, which I will be also demonstrating during this review. It allows you to Twitter and follow your Twittering of twi- Twitterers <laughs> through Outlook. You post things called tweets, and your followers are called Twitterers. To get started, you visit www.twitter.com. The sign-up is very easy to do. You simply click the link that says get, click, uh, get Started, Join Now. Follow the very simple form. There is a CAPTCHA, but audio CAPTCHA is available and usable. Verify your email address, and away you go. My Twitter ID is ShaneDavidson20, so you simply find me by going to www.twitter.com slash ShaneDavidson20, S-H-A-N-E-D-A-V-I-D-S-O-N-2-0. Now what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go to 
twitter.com now by pressing Windows key R and typing in www.twitter.com. I'm using JFW version 10.0 and Windows XP Professional with Service Pack 3 installed this morning. Run dialog. Type the name of the program, folder, document, or internet resource, and Windows will open it for you. Open edit combo. Symbol 32. We'll type in www.twitter.com. And hit enter. Desktop. Folder view list view. Studio recorder. Windows Internet Explorer. What are you doing? RSSP. 140. I hit control to stop the speech immediately because it rambles a lot. Now, there's going to be two areas of this page, this home page you're going to be wanting at. The top pa- we're going to go to the top with control home. Twitter slash home. And hit F for form field. I'll hit E for edit because for some reason F isn't working. Ramping the top. What are you doing? Edit. There we go. Now, if we go up arrow twice, blank 140. That's how many characters you have left. We'll go down, blank, edit. That edit box, and then you have the update button unavailable. That update button is currently unavailable because I haven't put anything in the edit field. Note to JAWS users, you will have to do an insert escape to force web updates. Uh, that's one. I don't know if it's a JAWS issue or what it is. I think it's a JAWS issue that comes up, but um, it's it's usable. It is not a big issue. It's just the fact if you go back use on some systems, you need to hit Insert Escape. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hit the arrow key. Edit. I'm gonna hit Enter. Forms mode on. And I'm gonna print characters on secure typing. Characters. I'm gonna type in. I space A M space R E C O R D I N G space A space R E C. Oops. C V I E W space F O R space A. C V R A D I O apostrophe S A M A I N S M E N U period. Now turn on. And I'll disengage forms mode with the PC cursor. Forms mode off. Virtual PC. If I hit up arrow twice. Blank ninety one. That's how many characters I have left now. So if I go down. Blank. I am recording a review for ACP Radio's main menu. Edit. I'll hit down arrow again. Blank. And hit it again. Update button. And you hit the update button. Space. Now if you're primarily using the website, um. Your next section is going to be your table, hitting T. Link graphic cabin reads. Link graphic cabin reads. This is where all your your uh, updates and your timeline is posted right here. Blank. Link Reevesman. Back room the bank. Let the Thanksgiving weekend begin. Now, you can force your updates to show up by hitting insert escape. Blank. Ta- blank. There we go. Table with blank. Visit link graphic Shane Davidson. Blank. Visit link Shane Davidson 20. I am recording a review for ACP Radio's main menu. Link less than five seconds ago. That's how that works. Now, for example, if I wanted to find someone to follow, you can either, you know, follow your your friends, you know, who your friends are following. You can do that. That's how I got a lot of my updates. Or, you know, ask your friends. Are you on Twitter? And ask them for their username. And you simply go to twitter.com forward slash their username. This is a very simple interface, but a lot of plugins have been made available. Um, you know, things like Loud Twitter. You can, you know, have it daily post your, you know, your, your, uh, your tweets to LiveJournal or another interface. Uh, Facebook is another interface. It's not a Twitter interface, but it has an application where when you update your Twitter, it'll update your Facebook status. I do a lot of my twe- tweeting and following my Twitters through something called OutTwit, which I'm going to show you now. I'm going to close Internet Explorer with Alt F4. Alt F4. Studio Recorder Document 2. I landed back in my uh, recording application. What OutTwit is, is a 
plugin for Microsoft Office Outlook 2003 and 2007 that allows you to follow your uh, your Twitter or update your Twitter right from Outlook. You can either Google OutTweet or get a hold of me using my email, using the contact information at the end of this review, and I'll be more than happy to send you OutTweet. It is findable by Google, or I'm more than happy to send you the installer. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to hit Insert uh, Windows Key M. Sorry for the desktop. Desktop. Folder View List View. I'm going to hit M until I land on Microsoft Office Outlook 2003. Microsoft Office Outlook 2003. First one I hit on, so I'm going to press Enter to in- to open Outlook. Takes a minute on this machine to load for some reason. Don't know why. Microsoft Office Outlook. List box. Unread. Mama Peach 4, 54 AM, Alienation, the iStore. I hit control to stop the speech. Unread. Mama Peach 4, Stop. Hit it again. Now, in my case, because I have a couple of other plugins installed, um, let me first explain what happens. Once you install OutTweet, you're going to load Outlook, and it's going to ask you, where do you want your Twitters installed? I have mine in a folder under my inbox called Twitter. In my Twitter, each individual tw- person I follow has their own folder. And that helps me organize my Twitter so I can pick who I want to read you know, at one time. Um, updating Twitter isn't that hard. Let's, it also has a bunch of options you can configure, so let's go through those options now. I'm going to hit the Alt key. Menu bar. File. Now I'm going to hit Control tab th- three times because I've got a separate um, uh, RSS reader also installed here. So I'm going to hit once. Leaving menus. Twice. Inf- menu bar. Three times. News- Twitter.com button. And hit right arrow twice. Leaving menus. Menu bar. Outlet button menu. Hit down arrow. Menu. Options dot dot dot. That's where I want to be. I'm going to hit enter. Leaving menus. Outlet enter account information dialog. Twitter username edit. Shannon Davidson 20. You enter your Twitter username and your password here. Twitter password password edit. Star star star. It knows that's what tab. Check for new messages. Every checkbox checked. This is where you want to go. Tab here. Edit. Two. I've got it checking every two minutes. Because uh, I follow so many few good Twitterers. Um, it's default, I think it's 30 minutes. I can't really remember because it's been so long since I've had this played with it. I'd recommend it n- f- for new Twitter, new people at Twitter who are using OutTwit or who's from the web if you're using OutTwit and you're just getting started. Set it to no more, no less than five minutes at this point. Unless you've got a lot of people that you follow, five minutes will do you fine. Uh, so that's why I'd recommend you leaving it, but I've got it at two minutes because of how many Twitter people I follow. Hit tab. Select folder button. Hit this. Select folder dialog. Preview. Inbox closed. And you can select your folder where your Twitters are stored. I'm not going to change this. I'm going to hit Escape. Output Enter. That's where you select your folder. Hit Tab. Create individual folders for each center. Checkbox checked. That's personal preference. I have it checked by default. That's how that works. Hit Tab. Select Categories button. I have not played with categories as of yet. Play sound when new tweets are received. Edit. I don't have this turned on at the moment. I used to, but it really got annoying because I'd be reading or doing something outside of Windows and I'd get a dual sound from Mail and my Twitter and clients. So we'll hit Tab. Browse button. Tab again. Test button. Tab again. Shorten URLs with Tinderl. For URLs over 40 characters, checkbox checked. Shorten URLs with tinyurl.com. I already have that's checked by default. I'd leave that. I'll show you how that works in just a minute. Warn about messages over 140 characters, checkbox checked. This is checked. I leave it that way. Tab. OK button. Tab. Cancel button. Tab. Display new tweet preview on the outlet toolbar checkbox not checked. That's unchecked by default. I left it. I've never really found a need to change that. Twitter username edit. And we're back to the def- top, so I'll hit enter. Inbox mic. Hit control. Let's go back to the Twitter ma- Twitter toolbar. Alt. Menu bar. In my case, control tab three times. Leaving menu. Twitter dot. Hit red arrow twice. Leaving 
Menu bar. Output button menu. Let's go down through here. We have menu. Options dot dot dot. In there. Display stats. I have not tested that down. Check for new tweets now. You can force it to check for new tweets by hitting that option. Post a new update. That's that's how you post a new update. Retweet dot dot dot. Retweet can be done if you're gonna you know I'll show you how that works in a minute. Search slash track keywords dot dot dot. I have not used that feature as of yet. I was actually going to, but I haven't used it yet. Give us your feedback. Give us your feedback allows you to give I believe it's the feedback for Outwit. Outwit website. There's the Outwit website right from there. About text Outwit. About options dot dot and back to options. Uh, back to options. Let's go down to post. Displays check post a new update. Hit enter. Leaving menus. Text it out with compose update dialog. What are you doing? 140. What are you doing? Edit. You know what you're doing in here? Um, you can always hit insert tab. What are you doing? Edit. Oops. Stop in text. Sorry. You can always hit, uh, I believe insert T or read, read the characters right now. Inbox Microsoft Outlook. Text it out with compose update. No, it won't. All right. I have a, I used to have a script installed, but at the time of this recording, uh, my script file has become a little damaged. So the alternate way of getting to find out how many characters you have left are doing a root job to PC. PC. Or using your mouse pointer depending on your screener. Go up. What are you doing? One hundred and forty. That's how many characters you have left, of course, that you know that'll change as you start typing. PC. Let me type in the message here. Now if I enter an URL such as characters H T T P colon slash slash I N T E R A C T I V E period A C B R A D I O period O R G once again, the URL is http slash slash interactive.org. Interactive.acdradio.org. If I hit Shift Tab, Shift Tab, Tiny URL button. You can turn it into a tiny URL to save space. Hit Spacebar. Space. What are you doing? Edit. Now look what it turns it into. Http slash 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 five opera. It turns that URL into a smaller URL. We're not going to save this Twitter, but let me tab through the rest of this dialog. Grog. Oops. Grog. Tab. Post even if messages over the length limit checkbox checked. I would recommend not doing that because it it'll post the first button, but it won't split it up like the web will do. Hit tab. Tab. Update button. That's update. Tab. Cancel button. That's cancel. Tab. Tiny URL button. And of course, that's tiny URL. Hit escape. Escape. Inbox Microsoft Top. Hit control. I'm going to hit all that four. All that four. That is it for Twitter and OutTwit. A very short review because... Not a lot really to cover. Very simple, but very addictive because you can tweet from anywhere, including your, as I said before, your text-based, text-enabled accessible cell phone, the web, and even out-twit. And probably a lot more that I haven't mentioned during this review. Anyway, that's it for me for this time around. Thanks again for joining me on a shorter review, but once again, a pleasure to be here as always. I can be reached by email at any time at V as in Victor, A as in Apple, 3, D as in Dog, U as in Uniform, K as in Kilo, at gmail.com. For ACB Radio's main menu, I'm Shane Davidson. We'll see you next time. There he goes, tweeting into the distance. Tweet, tweet. Yeah, I'm not sure about Twitter myself. I'm, <laughs> I get enough messages from people without uh, worrying about what they're doing all the day. But it's great if you do want to keep... Um, sort of up to date with what people are doing. That's Shane Davidson's review of twitter.co.com and outtweet. Hmm, outtweet. Interesting name. Ah, well, anyway. Um, one of the easiest ways, of course, is to pick up a phone, especially a mobile, and talk to someone. And uh, there are a couple of really main 
um, screen readers or speaking systems for mobile phones. One is Talks and the other is Mobile Speak. Jess Smith tells us how to install Mobile Speak onto a mobile phone. Well, hello everybody. My name is Jess Smith and I'd like to welcome you to a guided install of Mobile Speak Smartphone. You can obtain a 30-day demo of Mobile Speak Smartphone from Code Factory. Their website is www.codefactory.es. Also, you will find a compatibility list with a selection of smartphones that will work with your service provider. Code Factory have done a wonderful job with the installation. You can choose to install it via the phone. So you would answer um, the phone. You basically would start the installation on your PC and then finish it on the phone. The phone would ask you where you wanted to store MobileSpeak smartphone. Did you want to store it on a memory card or in the phone's internal memory and stuff like that. However, Code Factory has made an install where you can install the product all the way from the PC. You don't even have to, you don't have to, um, answer any questions or any prompts on the phone. Uh, all you have to do is make sure that your phone is connected to your PC via ActiveSync. Then, uh, everything should go smoothly. And also, I'd like to, uh, say one thing about licensing as well. Code Factory have implemented a user-centered licensing system where instead of a product being licensed to a certain device, all the products that you purchased from Code Factory or from one of their dealers actually belong to you as the user. You are given an eight-character user ID, and all of the products that you purchased, whether it be MobileSpeak, Mobile Geo, will fall under that user ID. And the great thing about the remote activation wizard is that you can transfer your products from one device to another. Uh, if you have a Motorola Q like I do, and you decide you want to switch phones to a Pantech Duo or something, uh, you can very easily transfer your activations from the Motorola Q to the Pantech. Um, if you have bought a license for Acapella Heather and one for U.S. English Phonics, let's say you want to try out uh, Heather on the Pantech. All you have to do is uh, transfer your activation of Heather to the Pantech, and uh, you can have one phone that has mobile speak smartphone with phonics on it and you can have the other phone that has heather on there so it's it's quite nice you're not limited by the by uh, only being restricted using one device so let's go ahead and uh, get started with the installation i am using eloquence for this i have it slowed down um quite a bit uh hopefully everybody can cope with it i know it's probably going to be a little bit too slow for most of us but um, I hope that uh, you'll be able to you'll be able to uh, bear with it. So let me go ahead and um, get into my uh, directory that has the MobileSpeak smartphone installation in it. 
MSS setup phonics US English multi voice smartphone 20178. List view MSS setup phonics US English multi voice smartphone 20178. X. That is the installation. However, if we go up. MSS and MMS quick start guide. HTM. That is the MSS and MMS quick start guide. Mobile Speak smartphone comes with mobile magnifier. And so. Um, you can choose to install that. You can choose uh, to leave that off. You know, you, so you have a lot of flexibility here. And the quick start guide is something I really recommend that people read before they uh, before they attempt this. We're going to go down to the executable here. MSS setup phone. It's US English multi voice smartphone two zero one hundred seventy eight. And we're going to press enter. Open file. Security warning dialog. The publisher could not be verified. Are you sure you want to run this software? Okay. And, of course, Windows is asking me, do I really want to run this software? And uh, I'm going to press Alt-R to indicate that I do want to run it. List view. MSS setup phone. It's US English multi-voice smartphone 20178. X2. And for some reason, um, Windows didn't put me in the application right away. Uh, I'm still in the directory where I have my quick start guide and then the application. So I'm going to press Alt F4. Mobile speak smartphone phone. It's US English multi-voice setup dialog. Press page down to see the rest of the agreement. Read only edit. Okay. And one thing that you will notice uh, is that unlike most applications where you uh, activate the setup program, Setup program will confirm for you, okay, you're about to install this and this. If you want to continue, press next. If you don't, click cancel. Once you press next, then it will come up with its license agreement, and uh, everything will be pretty straightforward from there. Um, as soon as you press enter on this setup program, it will come up with the license agreement. So uh, that's a real time saver for me. Um and I'm going to tab to the I agree button, and I'm going to press the space bar. Standard installation installs speech and optional components radio button check one of three. Now, we have three radio buttons here, and this deals with how do we want to install mobile speak smartphone. So you've got the first choice, which is the standard install, but the next two radio buttons that are down from this assume that you've already got mobile speak installed so we're going to go down install screen magnification only radio button not checked install screen magnification only and we don't want that because i'm a totally blind user install additional voice only radio button checked and install additional voice only now one thing that's pretty cool about mobile speak smartphone is that each voice that you download has its own installation program. And so uh, if you went ahead and purchased a license for Acapella Heather and you didn't purchase a license for um, Phonics, basically um, you would just go into the appropriate setup program for the, for the voice you wanted to install and then you would down arrow to the radio button that says install additional voice and uh, you would 
press the next button and proceed with the installation. However, in our case, we want the first radio button. So we're going to up arrow twice. Install screen magnification only radio button not checked. Standard installation installs speech and optional components radio button checked. And that's the radio button that we want. So we're going to press the next button. Next button. Speech required for new installations checkbox checked. Now, uh, you have a couple of optional components here. You've got three checkboxes that tell the setup program what you want installed. Uh, the speech engine, that's pretty obvious, and it's required for new installations. Uh, you can't install MumbleSpeak smartphone without installing a speech engine because, you know, the speech engine is actually part of the uh, setup program. So, anyway, uh, we're going to tab. Screen magnification checkbox not checked. Screen magnification. Now, this is off by default. Um, and so if you just wanted to, if you wanted to install this, in addition to the voice, you would just press the space bar to check it. Check. And if you wanted to get rid of it again, like I'm going to, you press the space bar again. Not checked. And if we tab, we'll get to the last option, which is... Braille support checkbox checked. Braille support. This basically installs the uh, drivers for the Braille displays that MobileSpeak smartphone supports. And um, you can, again, uncheck this. Not checked. If you're not a Braille reader and you know that you're never going to be interested in uh, having the Braille display, then don't check this. Although um, the Braille support really doesn't take up a lot of memory on your memory card or on your phone. So I would just go ahead. Check and leave it on. But that's just me. Again, you do what you want to do. So we're going to click the next button. Back button. Next button. Edit. Grand files backslash mobiles. And this is basically doing like any other typical install. It's asking us where we want to put the program files. And this is for the PC. And I would recommend just leaving the uh, defaults. Browse button. Back button. Next button. Next button. Okay. And we're going to uh, press enter here. Set speaker volume to maximum checkbox not checked. You got two choices here, and by default, neither one of them are checked. Uh, set speaker volume to maximum. Basically, what that will do is you have a you have essentially two volume controls on your phone. You've got the mobile speak volume, and then you've got your system volume. Um, and the mobile speak volume, I found that if you set that to the maximum. The speech is awful. So I'm going to leave that unchecked, and we're going to tab and see what else we've got. Enable keypad sounds. Checkbox not checked. Enable keypad sounds. This basically says, do you want touch tones to be played to you uh, while you're in, while you're making a call? And I don't, because they're already played to me while I'm on a call, and um, I've come to know my phone well enough that I don't need them to be played. But, again, this is a personal preference thing. So, we're going to press the tab key. And the next two choices are very important. Install mobile speak smartphone remotely from the PC without answering prompts on the device recommended radio button checked. Okay. Install mobile speak on the PC without answering prompts on the device. I strongly recommend 
that you leave this option alone. Uh, and it even says on there, uh, Code Factory recommends this. Basically, this will do what I described earlier. Whatever prompts would be on the phone, it will ask you that on the PC, and then we'll go ahead and uh, make the choice on the phone for you. Of course, uh, if you hit the down arrow, you've got another choice, which is install mobile speak smartphone like other third-party applications and finish the installation on the device may require sighted help radio button checked. Okay, and it, and uh, that's obvious. You'll uh, finish it on the device, and uh, you might need sighted help with that. So I'd recommend just going back up to the first option. Install mobile speak smartphone remotely from the PC without answering prompts on the device. And uh, we're going to press tab. Install button. And we've got the install button. Now, when I hit space bar on this, it is going to come up with the remote activation wizard. And uh, I'll give you a tour of that here. We'll press the install button. Remote activation wizard. One heading and three links. Code factory graphic code factory remote activation wizard. Welcome to the remote activation wizard. Thank you for choosing code factory products to access your mobile device. The remote activation wizard enables you to activate a code factory screen reader, screen magnifier, or add-on for a supported mobile device directly from your PC using that computer's internet connection. This means you can easily obtain a free 30-day trial license or activate code factory software with the full license you have purchased anytime and without help from code factory or its dealers. The wizard will guide you through the activation process. Please note that you can use the remote activation wizard to activate any of the following code factory mobile solutions. List of five items mobile speak smartphone. Mobile speak pocket mobile magnifier smartphone mobile magnifier pocket mobile geo list and before continuing please ensure that list of four items one you have read our link licensing FAQ two your mobile device is connected to your PC and that a partnership has been established using Active Sync or Windows Mobile Device Center three the date and time on your computer is correctly set four there are no firewalls that could interfere during the remote activation process list end visited link click here to continue link click here to exit the remote activation wizard or just press Alt F four okay and uh, as you heard that help is very good it explains everything. And um, I do want to caution you about one thing. Please make sure that the date and time on your phone, and for that matter, on your PC, is set correctly. If you are trying out a Code Factory product and you find out that the date and time is wrong and you have to go back and reset it, the trial will expire. It will expire immediately, and uh, there will be no chance of recovering it. So, uh, by all means, make sure that the date and time on your device and your PC are correctly set. So, we're going to click the continue link here. Two headings and no links. Getting information from your mobile device. Please wait while the remote activation wizard determines which code factory products are installed on your device. Graphic check in your device. Okay, and as it said, it's going to see what products I've uh, registered. And I've bought licenses for. It takes a minute, and it should be One just. And two links. What would you like to do? Unlike most software for Windows Mobile devices, Code Factory products are licensed to a user, not to a specific mobile device. This means that you can use the product license you own on any device, freely transferring it to another mobile phone or PDA anytime. Link click here to read more about licensing Code Factory products. Please select one of the following options. Radio button checked. I already have a user ID and want to use it to activate full and trial licenses for Code Factory software. Radio button not checked. I do not have a user ID but want to evaluate the Code Factory software for 30 days at no cost. Radio button not checked. I want to deactivate my user ID from the connected device in order to use the license on another device okay now the first of those three radio buttons there I'm gonna um, ultimately leave that enabled because I already have a user ID and I've already uh, transferred all my activations there but uh, 
The next option is pretty cool. If I go down to the second radio button. Radio button not checked two or three. I do not have a user ID but want to evaluate the code factory software for 30 days at no cost. Let me go ahead and take you on a little um, tour of, of that screen. So we're going to pretend like we don't have a user ID. And um, I just want to try out MobileSpeak. So we're going to select that. I do not have a user ID but want to evaluate the code factory software for 30 days at no cost. Radio button checked. Okay. And we're going to press the continue button. Continue button. One heading and two links. User information in order to enrich your experience while evaluating our products. We would like to send you an email providing useful information. Please fill out the form below. Link click here to read our privacy policy. Table with two columns and three rows email. Edit full name. Edit country. Edit table. And hundreds of people are already contributing to and benefiting from a fast-growing user community through our mailing list. We strongly advise. advise. Okay. Let me uh, explore that table a little slower for you. Email. Now you've got the email. Edit. And you've got your edit field there. Where you put in your address. Full name. Edit. And you would put in your full name there, or really you could put in uh, any name that you'd like. Country. Edit. Table end. And if I read down, listen to the next paragraph. Hundreds of people are already contributing to and benefiting from a fast-growing user community through our mailing lists. We strongly advise that you subscribe to the mailing list for the products you are evaluating so that you can ask questions, exchange ideas, and learn from the tips and experience of other Code Factory users. What that will do... Is it's really it's really cool. What it'll do is uh, you uh, tell Code Factory what products you're evaluating, and they will go ahead and subscribe you to that particular mailing list. Now, you can subscribe to the mailing list of your choice by going to the Code Factory website, but this is a really quick and painless way of doing it. I'm going to read down this page here because uh, this is this is uh, some very important information about the trial. Note that the trial license for your device can only be activated once. It is strongly advised, therefore, that you install all the text-to-speech voices you wish to evaluate with our screen readers, as well as other components like the screen magnifier Pugin, if you want to try them out during the 30-day trial period. Continue button. Let visited link go back. Okay, and uh, this is where you would put the continue button, but in this case, as I've already said, I have a user ID, so I'm going to click the go back link. Visited link go back. One heading and two links. What would you like to do? Unlike most software for Windows. Okay, and we've uh, we've been down this road before. I already have a user ID and want to use it to activate full and trial licenses for Code Factory software. Radio button checked. Okay, and um, every time you go back to this screen, it's going to default to that button. So it's going to, it's basically going to assume that you already have a user ID and stuff. I do not have a continue button. And we're going to click continue. One heading and one link. What is your user ID? Please enter your user ID below. The user ID is an eight-character string that uniquely identifies you as a user of our software. I'm going to go ahead and enter my user ID. And let me say uh, one thing about the user ID. Code Factory generates that for you. You don't get to create it. And so I would recommend, uh, if you're smart, that you write down that user ID and store it someplace. I've entered my user ID. Continue button. And I'm going to click the Continue button. Forms mode off. One heading and one link. Mobile device information in order to activate the software. Some information must first be retrieved from your device. Note that you will be able to view all the information collected from your device before it is sent to Code Factory servers. Before continuing, please ensure that. List of three items. One, your mobile device is connected to your PC and that a partnership has been established using ActiveSync or Windows Mobile Device Center. Two, the date and time on your computer is correctly set. Three, there are no firewalls that could interfere during the remote activation process. List and please note that the radios on your mobile device, e.g., Bluetooth, may be automatically turned on in order to retrieve all the required information. Continue button link. Go back. I'm going to click the continue button. 
Two headings and no links. Gathering information from your mobile device. Please wait while the remote activation wizard collects all the necessary information that helps the code factory server identify your mobile device. Note that no information about your device is currently being sent to code factory. You will be able to view all information collected about your device before it leaves your computer. One heading and no links. Activation details all the information required for product activation has been successfully gathered from your device. The list below shows the details about your mobile device that will be sent to code factory in order to complete the activation process. When you click on the continue button, the data will be sent to the code factory server using your PC's internet connection. Okay, and basically, uh, the information that it has gathered and put in a little table uh, is my user ID, the kind of uh, device that I'm using, in this case a Motorola Q, um, what version of Windows Mobile I have, uh, if it's 2005, 6.0, or whatever, and uh, just other kinds of device information uh, that's related to the hardware and uh, everything looks good continue so button. we're going to hit the continue button and now it is sending the data one off one link. product activation status you have successfully completed the remote activation wizard please read the summary below to view all the product activations available using your user id activations for connected device okay and uh, right there shows the product activations whether they are a trial or whether they are full Click here to exit remote activation wizard. Link. And you've only got one link there, and uh, that is to exit the remote activation wizard. And uh, note that the program has not actually installed yet. Uh, if we click the exit link here. Mobile speak smartphone phone US English multi-voice setup dialog. Installation dialog. Please wait while the remote device is being configured. Installation dialog. Choose the location on your mobile device to which the code factory software will be installed. Combo box. Device 38.59 MD3. Now, uh, this is this is um, pretty straightforward. You can choose to install MobileSpeak smartphone on your phone's internal memory or on a memory card. If you have, if you don't have a memory card in your phone, then the internal memory is the only choice. Um, and so, I'm going to OK button. Press the OK button. Installation dialog. Copy and files the remote device. Cancel button. And it's uh, going ahead and installing the software. And uh, while it's doing that, let me show you, or let me tell you what's going to happen. Uh, as soon as the product is installed, the device will shut itself off, and you'll hear the uh, disconnecting sounds from Windows and Active Sync and all that. And then it will automatically restart. Now, for most devices, um, the device will automatically restart. But in the case of the Motorola products, when you plug your phone into the USB port of your computer, in addition to being able to transfer files and, and uh, being able to sync up your appointments and contacts and all that, you're actually able to charge the battery on your phone. And so uh, um, we have to actually unplug the cable and then restart the phone. So in just a minute, we'll hear the phone powering off. And we'll restart the phone, and hopefully MobileSpeak will come up talking for us. Close button. Mobile device disconnected.
Mobile speak smartphone phone it's US English multi voice setup dialogue. Installation complete. Setup was completed successfully. And that's it. As you heard, the phone had shut itself off, and you've heard that the PC has said that uh, the installation was successful. I'm going to go ahead and press enter on the close button. Desktop, folder view, list view, my documents. And as you heard, the phone has shut itself off. I have it unplugged from the computer, and I'm uh, now switching the phone back on. So, um, in just a few minutes, in just a few seconds, we should hear MobileSpeak come up and start talking to us. We're waiting for the phone to boot up here. And now the last thing I'm going to show you on this podcast is how to check the status of your activated products from your device. Now to do that, I'm going to go to the MobileSpeak control panel. I'm going to press the home key. Home. And then I'm going to press W. Control panel window list, run modes. Okay, we're at modes. We need to right arrow. Run restore defaults. We're at restore defaults, and we need to press the down arrow key twice to get to the uh, activation manager. The activation manager. Okay, so we're highlighted on that, and when we press enter, MobileSpeak will tell us uh, what activations we have and their status, whether it's a trial activation or a full. So let's press enter. Activations window. The following list shows the code factory products installed on your device and their corresponding activation status. List. Mobile speak smartphone phonics US English fall activated. Okay. That looks good. Uh, if your mobile speak had said trial, then it would have said uh, trial and then days remaining 27 or something like that. Um, and uh, whenever a trial expires, you will still have a 10-minute demo mode um, so that, you know, you can run MobileSpeak for 10 minutes at a time, and then you have to restart your phone. That is pretty much it, folks. Hopefully, you have enjoyed this podcast. I certainly have enjoyed producing it for you. Um, and let me go ahead right now and give you my contact information. Again, my name is Jess Smith, and my email address is jessman, J-E-S-M-A-N, 598, at triad, dot com. And that is also my Windows Live Messenger address, J-E-S-M-A-N, 598, at triad, rr.com also i am on skype and my skype username is piano magic 88 and that's all one word p-i-a-n-o-m-a-g-i-c and the numbers 88 so i um 
look forward to comments, and I thank you for listening. Thanks very much, Jess. That's excellent. What a great review that was. And it makes my poor old mobile speak look a bit uh, sick. But I must get in touch with Code Factory about that. Anyway, you've been listening to Main Menu. And before I go, let me give you the contact details again. If you'd like to subscribe to our friends list, it's Main Menu, or one word, dash friends, dash subscribe at acbradio.org. To write to Main Menu, it's Main Menu at acbradio.org. Or to visit our website where you can read show notes, download previous editions, submit ideas if you'd like us to review something, then that's main menu, again, all one word, dot acbradio.org. That's main menu dot acbradio.org. And that just about runs it out for today and for this week. So, on behalf of Nama Ares, our executive producer, the whole team, I'm Chrissy Carlton, wishing you good listening here on ACB Radio Mainstream, where you're listening to our business. This has been Main Menu.